Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Slam Up Wrestling. Myself Supreet, and this is the review and recap for AEW Revolution. If this is your first time on the channel, then make sure to hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell for all notifications. We here in Slam Up Wrestling cover all pro wrestling related stuff, including reviews for Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW Dynamite, and New Japan as well. So AEW Revolution was a great and fun show to watch. They really did live up to the hype they built up on all these weeks of television. Great crowd and the set was looking good as they had a LED lamp which was fitting for the theme of this pay-per-view. Another thing they had given LED wristbands to the crowd which looked great during the entrances. So we had one match on the buy-in which was Dark Order versus SCU. Christopher Daniels didn't accompany SCU because Scorpio Sky and Kazanian told him not to come to a ringside. So we get to the match, SCU rushed the ring and we are underway as they brought to the floor. Kaz works over Grayson in the ring, runs wild and Sky tags in as double team follows as Grayson gets German. Sky dumps Uno and first chops on Grayson. They work quick tags and double teams on Grayson. Kaz then hit a springboard leg drop that only got a 2. Uno tags in and dumps Sky. Kaz battles back and clears the ring until he cuts off and gets posted on the floor. The Dark Order minions jump him and back in. Uno follows with a suplex for 2. Grayson tags in and double team follows on Kaz for 2. Uno back in and maintains control in the corner. Grayson follows with a PK for 2 and that gets 2. He grounds Kaz. Kaz fires to his feet but is quickly cut off. Grayson picks up near falls. Uno follows with chops and Kaz starts to fight out of the corner and makes the tie. Sky runs wild, dropkick to Grayson and the sunset flip gets to on Uno. The basement dropkick connects and Uno retreats. Kaz back in and the DDT follows for two. Grayson battles back, hits a double Pele and Uno tags in. They look for the fatality. Sky counters out and Kaz comes back with lariats. SCU later is stopped by Uno. He slams Kaz to the steps and Sky parts of the minions until Uno cuts him off with a close line and Grayson pins Sky. This was a good match for a pre-show with a good post-match angle to continue the Exalted One storyline. Post-match, Dark Order attacks SCU until Cold Cabana makes the save Chicago zone. He gets a huge reaction. He brawls with Grayson until the Dark Order get the better of him. Dark Order then starts to beat all three guys until a robed figure arrives and it's Christopher Daniels who teased he was the exalted one but he attacks the Dark Order. They all run wild on Dark Order and clear the ring. So we get to the main card. Show kicks off with the singing of the national anthem. So first match on the main card was Jake Hager versus Dustin Rhodes. Hager comes out to a rap music, typical MMA style. His wife was at ringside and they also started making out in front of the camera. Match begins they go right away as Rhodes unloads with strikes until Hager hits a backdrop suplex. He follows his body shots until Rhodes dumps him and they battle on the floor and into the crowd. Rhodes starts attacking the arm of Hager, slamming it off the railings and back to ringside and starts posting his arm and shoulder. Hager counters back into a slam on the apron. 
and it's a big clothesline as the crowd chants Jericho's bitch at Hager. Back in Hager falls his knee strikes and grounds Rhodes as he attacks the previously broken arm. Rhodes fires back but Hager cuts him off with a back elbow. Rhodes fires back, hits a clothesline and dumps Hager to the floor and Hager slams into the barricades and apron. He then chats with his wife and allows Rhodes to attack. She tried to slap Rhodes and Rhodes kisses her which got a big pop from the crowd. Back in, Rhodes runs wide with uppercuts. The bulldog and the snap slam follows for two. Rhodes follows with body shots until Hager chop blocks him. The Vader bomb is countered and Rhodes cradles him for two. Hager cuts him off with a slam, goes for the Vader bomb and gets a two. Hager follows with close lines in the corner. The doctor bomb and covers for two. Hager charges and Rhodes dumps him to the floor and he hits the steps on his way. He follows him out, rolls him back in. Rhodes zero strikes. Shattered Dreams is countered but Rhodes hits a code red for two. Rhodes falls with an arm bar but Hager counters into an ankle lock. Rhodes fights and escapes. The T's are a bump. Low blow by Hager and he looks for a head and arm choke. Rhodes then fades away and the ref stops it. Not a hot opener but it was decent. Jake Hager looked great. Dustin did a good job of a baby face. Talking about Hager, he competes the same way he used to do in WWE. Only difference is he comes off a bigger star in AEW than he ever did in WWE. At least in a character standpoint. The right guy won here and they may try to continue this feud down the line. Commentators hype up Blood and Guts where they will be doing their own version of War Games coming on March 25th episode of Dynamite. If you don't know the history of the term Blood and Guts, it was Vince McMahon who said last year in a conference call or something, something the likes of AEW won't get anywhere with Blood and Guts and that's why the name Blood and Guts. Kinda interesting to see what AEW will do in their own version of the war games. Maybe we get the elite versus the inner circle. Anyways, I love the mini pay-per-view concepts like Bash at the Beach and now Blood and Guts. It really makes these dynamite episodes even more interesting and more like an attraction of sort. Love it. So we get to Darby Allen versus Sammy Guara. Allen quickly went for Guara with a suicide dive. Hits a shotgun drop kick to Sammy into the barricades. He missed a charge. Sammy attacks with kicks and slams him to the barricades. They trade. Allen drives him onto the barricades and follows with a suicide headbutt, which looked like an unnecessary spot. Sammy then hits him with the skateboard, sets up a table. Match hasn't yet officially started, by the way. Sammy lays him on the table, heads up top and hits an insane looking 630 through the table. Match finally began when both men entered the ring. Sammy picks up a near fall off the ring knee strike. Sammy follows with strikes until Allen counters into the gory special and follows with an arm bar. Sammy makes the ropes and retreats back in stuns Allen's injured throat off the ropes and follows with a double foot stomp to the apron. Back in Sammy covers for two. He teases using the skateboard but Allen counters into a sunset bomb for two. Sammy cuts off the coffin drop, falls him top and almost 
he almost slipped and tripped on the top rope. Sammy then quickly transitions into the avalanche Spanish fly and gets it too. Sammy exposes the turnbuckle and Allen slams Sammy's head onto it. Hits a modified stunner and the coffin drop gets the win and that was it. The match was just 5 minutes but these two gave their all in the time they were given. The red man won here as Darby got his revenge and I'm interested to see what Darby Allen does next. And we get to the AEW World Tag Team Championship match. Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega defending the titles against the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks were actually getting booed here as they were going against an over duo of Hangman Page and Omega. So Nick and Kenny begin locking up and working into counters until Nick follows the springboard arm drag and grounds Kenny. They end in a standoff, shake hands and Hangman tags in. Matt joins him and they scramble on the ground and end in a standoff. Hangman refuses the handshake, spits at Matt and Matt attacks with ground and pound. Kenny suppresses them, Nick tries to help and tags in. Hangman slips Nick and Nick follows with kicks. Matt in double team follows. They dump Kenny and are embracing the heel heat. Double team follows and they dump Kenny again and run wild on Hangman. Hangman counters back, targets the previously injured back of Matt and grounds him. Kenny tags in, follows with a backbreaker for two. Hangman back in, dumps Nick and they dump Matt. He wheels him to the barricades, teases a powerbomb until Kenny stops him. Back in and they double team Matt with chops. Hangman continues to target the back until Matt hits a desperation northern light suplexes. Nick tags in, runs wide and follows with a rana. Knee strikes and the X-Factor and the moonsault to the floor. Back in and the sharpshooter follows on Hangman. Kenny makes the save and tags in. Matt cuts off the drive. Rana by Kenny and he follows with a tope that is cut off with an enzugiri. Back in, Nick goes for two. Matt tags in and Kenny fights them off. Dumps Nick and Matt. Dumps Nick and Matt spits at Hangman. Nick cuts off the tag. Matt delivers a pile driver to Kenny for two. Nick back in and grounds Kenny. Kenny fires back, hits a power bomb and tags in Hangman. He runs wide with strikes, kicks and clotheslines. The follower slam connects and he clears the ring. Boot to Nick, they trade and he dumps the bucks. The top row moonsault to the floor follows. Back in he hits a big lariat to Nick. He makes Nick tag in Matt. Matt joins in and the crowd is into Hangman. As both men trade. Hangman falls with a big boot. Kenny in and double team follows as Kenny hits the doctor bomb for two. Hangman tags back in. Matt fires back. Nick falls with an enziguri and tags in. He, will, he follows with a flurry, super kicks and hits a slingshot destroyer for two. Hangman slowly fires back but Matt attacks and Nick falls with a cheeky nando's kick. They dump Kenny and the Bucks look for super kicks until Hangman fires them off, takes out Matt's knee and locks on the chicken wing, Marty's cross style. Nick flies in and the 450 follows for two. They look for more bang for your buck. Hangman counters and Kenny joins in for the you can escape combo as Hangman falls with the blockbuster superplex for two. V trigger by Kenny. Nick counters the German and Kenny follows with V triggers. Snapdragons and hits the Tiger Driver 98 which got a great near fall. 
Kenny hits V trigger in the corner and takes Nick up top on his shoulders until Nick hits the super poison Rana. Matt follows with Northern Lights suplexes on Hangman on the ramp. He tells Nick to get his ass up and the Mesa driver on the ramp connects. Kenny is left alone and hits super kicks. He is down and the crowd hits the bugs here. The double team Kamagoye follows for a one. Kenny gets up quickly and the crowd is going wild. The Bucks hit another Kamagoye for a two count. Matt lays the boots to the injured shoulder, rips off the tape of Kenny's back. Nick isn't happy with this. Matt doubts himself and the Melsa driver is stopped by Hangman. He power bombs Nick through a table at ringside. The Buckshot V trigger combo follows and that only gets a two. V trigger by Kenny and the one winged angel is countered by Matt. He follows with a super kick. Hangman tried to hit his own version of the one winged angel which only got a two count. Hangman follows buckshot lariats on both men and got the winner to retain the AEW World Tag Team titles. This match was great but didn't expect Omega and Page to retain here. The storytelling was off the charts with references to both Marty Skull and Kota Ibushi. All four men showed hesitation at times. They even brought up Matt Jackson's injured back. Definitely a match of the year candidate and also the match of the night. Excellent tag team wrestling. Post match, the Bucks and Omega embrace as Hangman wants no part of the elite reunion and decided to leave until he looks at Kenny and teases a buckshot lariat. And the crowd are so into this that we can hear a big gasp of hair from the crowd when they thought, oh, Hangman is going to turn heel. But instead, he just hugged Kenny and that was it. AEW Women's Championship match, Nyla Rose versus Chris Statlander. A very tough spot for both women as they had to follow this. So they lock up and Rose shoves her away. Lock up again, they walk to the ropes and break until they trade shoulder tackles. Rose follows with kicks, they trade again and Rose takes her down. Statlander cuts her off and the standing moonshot follows for two. Rose knocks her to the ramp, Statlander fights back and then misses a suicide dive to the ramp and crashes and burns. Rose follows with the suicide spear back into the ring for a two count. Statlander fights off the beast bomb, Rose follows with strikes and covers for two. Rose superplexes her to the buckles and then dunks her. Back in, Statlander slowly fires back. Hits a super kick and Rose is down. They trade Enziguri by Statlander and Rose is down and Rose to the floor. Statlander follows the suicide dive. Hits another and Rose rolls back in. She heads up top. The missile dropkick connects and that gets two. Rose cuts her off, follows the chops and a clothesline. Rose chokes her out and drapes her over the ropes. Rose heads up top but Statlander counters out and Rose drops down. Statlander cradles her into a super kick, boops her and the DDT gets two. Rose cuts her off with a knee strike and locks in a STF. Statlander fights, Rose looks for a running splash and hits knees. Rose counters back in into the beast bomb for two. They work up top and Statlander slips a bit but somehow hits a superplex for two. Statlander argues with the ref, pick boot by Rose and they work back up top. Rose counters as she hit a scary looking beast bomb from the second rope. The match was okay but it did affect somewhat a 
being next after that insane tag team match and the crowd was exhausted at this point. It was obvious that Nyla was going to retain here. I hope they do this again in the future with a fresh setting because I see someone like Statlander fitting to take the title of Nyla. MJF versus Cody. MJF was wearing a Burberry themed robe. Cody comes out next as Downstate perform Kingdom. I don't know if it was just me. The vocals and all didn't sound that clear on TV. So he was accompanied by Brandy Rhodes and Arn Anderson. Also Cody has a new neck tattoo with the American Nightmare logo which looked cool. So match begins. Cody charges but MJF retreats right away. Back in they work into counters as MJF retreats again. MJF runs into the crowd as Cody waits him in the ring. MJF back in and right back out. Back in and Cody works him over with the strikes and the Cody cutters for two. MJF rolls to the ramp and Cody follows him out, heads to the back. He runs down the ramp into the and hit a great Muta inspired running clothesline. Sending both men crashing into the ring. Cody went for the cover and only got a two. The sunset flip follows for two. MJF eye pokes him and stops on his broken toe. Cody counters into a spinning Alabama slam but pulls MJF up and he strikes. Wardlock pulls MJF to the floor and saves him. Brandy tosses a beer in his face and Wardlock chases her until Cody cuts him off with a suicide dive and lays the boots to him. He's still favoring his injured foot. He rolls MJF back in. MJF cuts him off as Wardlock posts Cody. Back in, MJF posts Cody again. He follows with a hammerlock powerbomb and that gets two. He hits Cody to the buckles and covers for two. MJF continues to focus on the arm, grounding things until Cody fights to his feet. Fires back but MJF goes back to the arm. Locks in the salt of the earth armbar and transitions into the rings of Saturn but Cody bites the ropes for the break, which was a very innovative way to break the hold. MJF then rips off Cody's boot and stomps on the injured foot. He bites the broken toe and follows his strikes. They work off top and Cody slips out, stumps MJF on the buckles, back up top and the inverted suplex connects, followed by the disaster kick. MJF hits the barricades. Wardlow distracts Cody and Arn Anderson backs him off with a steel chair. MJF is busted open and Cody works him over with strikes and slams him to the steps. Back in Cody unloads his strikes, a snap slam and that gets two. Cody does the Randy Orton pose and T is doing the draping DDT but is countered as MJF hits the heat seeker for two. Brandy Rhodes then dives at Wardlow but he catches her and Cody begs him to stop. He charges and accidentally takes out Arn Anderson with a bicycle kick. MJF then low blows Cody and cradles him for two. Cody made a comeback as both men trade strikes centering. Cody then went for some jabs and was looking for the bionic elbow but MJF denied. MJF drops to the mat. Back up, MJF counters the crossroads into the double cross for two. MJF removes Cody's weight belt. The ref takes it away. Cody low blows MJF and follows with a body breaker for two. Cody gets the belt and starts whipping MJF. 
tosses it to the crowd and MJF backs off in the corner. Cody tells him, we are best friends. MJF crawls to his feet and cries as he hugs Cody. He spits in Cody's face. Cody hit a crossroads and hit another crossroads but MJF uses the dynamite diamond ring, pins Cody and that was it. It was good, it kinda went long. The great heel and great babyface dynamic was good. The drama that you often see in this type of old school pro wrestling matches was entertaining. And MJ was the right guy to win here. Is this it for this feud now or will this continue? That will be something to look for. So we get to Pack versus Orange Cassidy. Trent and Chuck are at ringside. They face off center ring to holy shit chants. Hands back in the pockets, he follows with vicious kicks and Tag trades with him until he takes him down. Tag is pissed now and Cassidy works into a no hands counter. Hits a drop kick and arm drags and cradle throw too. Tag finally cuts him off with a backbreaker, storms and dumps Cassidy. He follows and whips Cassidy to the barricades. Tag posts him and back in. Tag hits a slam, heads up top and the missile drop kick follows. Tag delivers kicks, picks him up and follows with a flurry of kicks. The powerbomb follows for 2. Pack takes him up top and follows with the avalanche brain buster for 2 as he pulls Cassidy up. Pack heads up top and the black arrow is countered as Cassidy rolls to the floor. Back in and the same thing happens again. Pack rolls him again, stops Cassidy from rolling out and he smiles and follows with the suicide dive. The high cross follows and Cassidy then hits the DDT for 2. Pack cuts him off with a lariat. Cassidy slowly fires back and Pack drops him with the one shot. Cassidy slowly fires back until Pack drops him. Cassidy fires up, hands in the pockets follow and the Superman punch connects. Stun dog millionaire follows. Cassidy up top and Pack cuts him off. Heads back up and it's a and it's a deep impact until Pack rolls out to the floor. Trent rolls him back in. Cassidy hits a air raid crash and that gets two. Out of nowhere come out the Lucha Bros who attack the best friends as they brought to the back. Cassidy got distracted and this allowed Pack to lock in the Brutalizer for the win and that was it. This should have been just a quick comedy match but boy did Orange Cassidy give a jaw dropping performance. The usual comedy factor was there but the crazy spots and the near falls got the crowd on his feet. They, they also built up a feud between the Lucha Bros and the best friends in this all. They say that Cody is the most over baby face in wrestling right now. Same goes for Orange Cassidy. Pac may have won the match here but Orange Cassidy was a star here and he proved that he can be a great wrestler when he wants. So finally the main event for the AEW World Championship match Chris Jericho vs John Moxley. Moxley enters from the Chicago streets as a choir sings Judas for Chris Jericho's entrance. Great entrance by the way. Santana and Otis are at ringside. They brawl at the bell as Mox dumps Jericho. He follows him out and they work into the crowd as Jericho takes control. Mox follows strikes until Jericho steals a camera and tosses a barricade onto Mox. Mox fires back, they work to the ramp and Mox knocks him down to the floor. Follows the double sledge and bites his nose where Jericho was stitched up last Wednesday. 
Jericho posts him and starts attacking the injured eye. Powerbomb smokes onto the timekeeper's table and Mox is bleeding from the eye. Mox rolls back in and Jericho follows his strikes, a double axe handle and grounded strikes. Jericho rings the bell and proclaims himself the winner and lays the boots to Mox. He stuns him off the ropes but Mox fires back with chops until Jericho cuts him off to the floor and Santana lays the boots to Mox as Jericho took the ref. Jericho follows him out the trade and Mox gets shot to the steps. Back in Jericho continues to control, follows the drop kick and that got it too. Jericho delivers chops and clotheslines. The work of top Mox fights him off, delivers strikes and dumps Jericho. Mox flies in with a clothesline, follows his strikes as they trade. Clothesline by Mox, he lays the boots to Jericho in the corner but Jericho counters the drop kick until Mox counters into a heel hook. But Jericho makes the ropes. Mox follows his suicide dive back in, he stuns Jericho off the ropes and it's a neat trembler for two. Jericho delivers the clothesline. Mox counters the code breaker and locks in the walls of Jericho. Jericho fights. Mox pulls him back in, centering, and Jake Hager arrives. Mox takes him out. Code breaker by Jericho, and that gets two. Jericho locks on the falls. Mox fights and finally makes the ropes. Jericho argues with the ref. Mox counters into a Saito suplex and a lariat. Hager then went for a cheap shot on Mox. The ref saw this. She then sends the inner circle to the back. And while this was going on, Sammy Guara came out from the back, lays out Mox with the belt and runs away. Jericho crawls over and covers for a two. Jericho follows his strikes, Mox fires up and they trade. Jericho takes the good eye and slaps Mox around. He follows his strikes as Mox is blinded. The second drop Nidra follows. The Judas effect is countered into the paradigm shift. Mox then removes his eye patch. And his eye is good now. He's healed up. He then hits an elevated paradigm shift. And that was it. And we have new AEW World Champion. This was good. Loved how it started off like a street fight. Rather than a wrestling match. It made sense for the storyline as well. It also told the story of Mox overcoming at the end with an injured eye. And also how great of a moment it is for Moxley. A year ago he left WWE, took a bet on himself and became an even bigger star here. And winning the AEW World Championship was the sweet fruit of a big sacrifice. Post-match Mox celebrates and stands tall as our new champion. He grabs the mic and says he loves this shit. It's been a hell of a year for him. And this moment belongs to the fans as they drive this company. One year ago, he was in talks about bringing pro wrestling back and they did it. He thanks the fans who have been with him this whole time and thanks the AEW family and says it's beer o'clock. They try to play him off. He said that he will face anyone but it's time to knock back some whiskey. He leaves through the crowd and the show goes off air. So that was AEW Revolution. Overall this was an really good and fun pay-per-view with an outstanding tag team title match. A good main event where we got a title change. All this great build up they did for weeks finally paid off and we got a really good pay-per-view. And with this they have set up more excitement for the coming weeks of TV. AEW is on a roll.
So what did you guys think about AEW Revolution? Let me know in the comment section below or on social media. You can find Slam Up Wrestling on Twitter at SlamUpW, Instagram at SlamUpWrestling. Our podcast and reviews are mainly audio based and if you don't want your YouTube app running for that then you can catch Slam Up Wrestling on Anchor and Spotify as well. And if you are watching on YouTube then make sure to like this video. The like goes for this video are 10 likes so make sure you do that and we'll see you guys next time.